welcome to episode 39 of Into the Podcast. I am your host, Sam, and I am joined by a very energetic Ryan Chitterden. How are you doing, mate? I'm great. Thanks. Great? Energetic? <laughs> yep. Excited? Yep. 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 Had that dubby? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, say no, because you sound tired. Oh, um, n- no, not yet. I'm you, lacking dubby. You uh, need a dubby. I, I need a dubby. <laughs> what is dubby again, Sam? Dubby.gg, the website where if you put in into the pond, the promo code, you got to, you get 10% off your favourite energy drink. That does not taste like that shit coat from last week. Wow. Two weeks ago. Wow. Sign yeah. me up. Sign me up. 10% off. 10% off. off. Oh, we get 20% off because we're part of it. Oh, but, even better. Oh, no, 30. We get 30% off, sorry. Shh. But customers, they get 10. Great. <laughs> Dubby energy. It's been, a, it's been a while, mate. It has. It's been a good couple of weeks. Yeah, we didn't do one last week, so I can only apologise for that to everyone. But I was feeling a little bit poorly, a little bit shitty last week. And if I'm honest, I couldn't be asked. Mm. I'm not going to lie. I was not feeling in the best of spirits to chat shit. Yeah. So we decided to have a week away and I just... Will, yeah, we're just super busy as well. So we literally couldn't get it in any other night anyway, no. even if we tried. No, there was, there was one day, and on that day I was feeling really ill, really shit. Work's been awful, and I was just like, let's just leave it. Yeah. And the best thing is, the fans have been crying out for more. Oh, that's it. We're just teasing. That's it. You They're know? like, oh, we need more. Yeah, All feed us. Feed us more. Three people said, where's the episode this week? Yeah, yeah. Wow, three. Well, yeah, three people messaged me saying, Sam, you forgot to upload the podcast. And I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's something I'd normally do, but not this week. I just forgot to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant to do. I left that till Tuesday night to really yeah. fucking mess with people's just heads. fuck people up. So what have you been up to, little Ryan? Um, well, oh God, when was when was the last time we met? Well, it, it was, was what, two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. Two weeks ago. Um, I've been kayaking. That you ha- that that was on my list. Kayaking was on my list of things to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. obviously, I think last time we spoke, I just bought the kayak. And but Max I'd... was taking the piss, saying, "How oh, you waste your money?" Yes. Yeah. Classic Max. Um, Who did you go kayaking with? Well, first time I went with Kyle, I've been twice. Twice? Two weekends in a row. So I went with Kyle to test it out, see what it's like. Um, and it was great. It yeah. was great. It was everything that I wanted from an 80-pound kayak. Amazing. It inflates perfectly. It took takes like two minutes to inflate. Comfortable? Very comfortable. Quite sturdy. Good, like, thick, I don't know, rubber, is it? Probably rubber. Plastic? Sure, I don't know. Some sort of material. Feels pretty good. The ore just clicks into place. and Didn't you know, feel cheap, then? It No, actually, actually, genuinely didn't. It was really good. Um, so, yeah, met up with Kyle down, I don't know, Normanton Way, River Saw. It, you know, it was a lovely, we had a lovely little two-mile trip up the, up the river and then came back. On a Saturday morning, what more could you want? The sun was shining. Mm. The rain came out towards the end, okay. We got a little bit wet, but didn't dampen our spirits. No. Fall in? No. 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 Not on that occasion. Okay, tell us more. So then we went again <laughs> this week. Yeah. The weekend just gone. This time, Max joined us. Oh, did he now? Yeah, Don't of he waste he did. his bloody money yeah, that, Max? Yeah, yeah. He cut a little bit of FOMO. <laughs> um, but I picked the river this time. So I picked the River Derwent, which is just in... Derbyshire, so not far from me. And I was like, oh, I found a, found a, I don't know, a spot just up from Matlock. It's like, oh, we'll go on here and we'll do the same thing. We'll go up the river like a couple of miles and then just come back, you know? And it was Sunday night. So thought, great. So we all met in the car park, got to the river. It was fast flowing. <laughs> <laughs> was it? I looked at the river. I was like, fuck. <laughs> 
that's gonna be hard work to get up there anyway we all met up got in the river fuck me were we paddling and getting nowhere really? and it was like shit we're not gonna be able to do this because we're not getting anywhere we're literally yeah, not yeah, getting yeah. anywhere well Carl, Carl and I were getting somewhere a little bit. Max was just going, was losing ground. He was really? going further down the river. Turns out he'd, he'd um, not clicked his fin in at the bottom of the kayak, you know, so you can direct yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't put that in properly, so he lost that instantly. So that was good. Um, so then what we had to do is take two cars. So me and Max had to drive further down the river to a, a spot 20 minutes away and then drove back. So then we went down the river got in my car drove, and then drove that back, makes sense. which was great. We thought found, you know, I, I know the area fairly well. So picked a spot, 20 minute drive away. Um, thinking, yeah, this will be good. This will be good. Like, you know, hour and hour and a half on the, on the river. It was really far. <laughs> <laughs> I bear in mind, I'm not an experienced kayaker. You know, I've been once, I mean, I probably did it when I was a kid at like school yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this was a little bit, you know, it was quite fast flowing, few little rapids, nothing crazy. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It was pretty, um, pretty safe, but yeah, I fell out that time and I'm, I'm glad I'm saying this to all the millions of fans before Max get the word out. 100% Max's fault. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so Kyle and I were just sort of paddling down and Max was in front of us. But like I said, he'd lost his fin. So he just spun and then blocked Kyle and like mine and Kyle's path. So I had to quickly try and steer, like, I don't know if steer is the right word, but in a boat, in a kayak. Yeah, yeah. I, don't know, I had to turn um, to avoid him, but there's a fucking massive tree, huge tree ban- branch across the river. So I smashed into that, which just flipped me. I fell in the water. That was literally two minutes. Da- we've been in the water two minutes. He's a bastard. He man, is a bastard, he? yeah. Um, luckily, though, I was able to like write the kayak myself and pull myself in, Legend. which was quite handy because obviously it, I was going down river. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know we're not sensible. We haven't got life jackets or helmets or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, why you would Because we, you know, we, we're hard. That's what. That's what the kids say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fucking hard as a coffin now, mate. That's right. Yeah. Um, definitely going to buy a life jacket and a helmet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was amazing going through like incredible countryside and stuff. Um, picturesque. We were going for a long time. Mm-hmm. It was getting dark. Oh no. And we're thinking, what, what do we do if it gets pitch black and we're in the middle of nowhere and the cut were like miles from either car. And this was Sunday night as well. Oh, <laughs> At one point, there was a massive, like, weir, so it's like a drop, like a waterfall, so we had to get out the river and then start walking down down river to get in further down. Why don't you just go down the waterfall? I thought you was hard. I bet Max I'm didn't a, want to, I'm did hard, but I didn't think my inflatable kayak would be. Right, and Max pussed it out. Yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but then it was just getting, like, you know when things, you're just on, like, these weird adventures and stuff just starts happening then. So we got out the river, started walking down. We're in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the countryside, and then this big black dog, it was getting, like, dusk. This big fuck-off black dog comes around the corner just barking at us, and we're like, oh, God, here we go. Then the owner starts shouting at it, comes around the corner. This guy walks around the corner with a rifle in his hand. Fuck's sake. And we're like, oh God, he's going to shoot my kayak (laughs) (laughs) when I'm in the water. (laughs) And just watch me sink. Um, 
But he was all right. He was okay. It was like it was great. like it's like you know when you're on like I don't know something like Far Cry or Skyrim and you just re- meet a random NPC in the world and he's just like <laughs> yeah. a random hunter has appeared. <laughs> it was literally like that. But yeah, no, it was quality. It was a great great day out. But it well evening. It was pretty dark by the time we got to the car and yeah. it was pissing it down so we were soaked and you'd already fallen in so it didn't matter to you uh, to be fair i'd fallen in that early on that i was dry by this point really because we were on the river for three hours god yeah Fucking so now it was a long old long old so evening did you just see the car or was there any point where he's like have we gone past it or no because it luckily where it, where it parked was near like a big stone bridge and there's like a pub on the corner so i knew exactly where it was so we had like definitive landmarks yeah, 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 yeah. like the place where we start where we got in the river was literally just like a little couple of steps down the bank so that yeah. would have been very hard to spot but no it was good fun so there you go i'm a kayaker now i bought my kayak i've used it twice which might not ever have happened, do you know what I mean? I could, well, could, I could have bought it and never used it. Yeah, so I after that, I was like, I'm going to have to buy one. I'm going to have to buy the bullet. And then <clears throat> I think Kyle put some pictures up of you lot all having the best time singing, yeah. holding, holding each other's dicks and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, then Jack Magic was like, oh, yeah, yeah, well, me and Sam are going to get I know, one. Jack was well up for yeah, it. Yeah, but then Jack saw the weight limit, which you lot didn't tell me about. So I didn't know there was. Two weeks it? ago, and I was like, I might be a bit too fat. And you two was like, yeah, you'll be all right. These things have a weight limit, which is a lot less than me. Oh, is it? And I'm not buying a real kayak, so I'll come and watch. Oh. I'll be the I'll be the random NPC with a rifle. That yeah. Sh- that shoots you down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Worst game ever for us. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's good then. So yeah. that's a new hobby. A new hobby, yeah. Is this going to be a new obsession? Because I know you, you get obsessed with things. I do get obsessed with stuff, but I don't think it's going to be an obsession. No. Because it's not something I can do all the time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, And I pro- think it's probably limited to like, is it like going to be like a summer activity? I think it's going to be a summer activity. But, but you're going to have to get a lot in now because it's going to start getting shit soon. Yeah, but it's quite nice for me because I was I was saying this when I uh, on the Sunday when I was doing it. Like I used to do like team sports and have hobbies and stuff like that. And you know, I you know me, I like my I like doing like exercise and I yeah, like yeah, going yeah. on like adventures and stuff. So it's a nice way to combine the two, especially now that I don't do any team sports or anything like my. Own, I go to yeah, I do exercise, but going to the gym or going for a run, it's not yeah, it's that not same, fun. It? It's yeah. whereas this is just something fun and a new hobby yeah. that I can do. Especially a few of us get in, like, or if you do get choose to get one and stuff, like it is nice when a group of people can do it. Yeah, yeah, it's not something I'd fancy doing on my own. No, that's it. I I, pro- I wouldn't do it on my own, and then I probably would be like I wasn't scared, like genuinely thinking like oh for falling or or anything like that. I don't especially on a river like that, yeah, you know, you're thinking it will be fine. But even on a river like that, if I was on my own, I would be wary thinking, yeah, shit, if I fall in and like crack my head or something, or, no or if I get trapped you. on something, no one else is there. Suddenly it becomes, what a really fun activity could probably turn into a quite a scary one if you're on your own. I oh imagine. God, absolutely. Yeah. Cause like Kyle, Kyle fell in a well at one point, well, but like a lot of places, like I think he sort of like fell in backwards cause it's like down some rapidy bits. And then, um, was sort of like, like, like floundering a little bit to try and right himself and then realised he could just stand up. <laughs> so <laughs> the water was like three foot high. <laughs> but then that's, I think that's also the worry is because it is so shallow in a lot of places. Oh, you could easily bang your head. You're easy, crack your head when you, when yeah, you get yeah. it. So whilst we were joking, because we passed a few other kayakers that were... Um, oh, did you? 
yeah, like they were like professionally kitted out, kitted high vis, yeah. you know, life jackets, like helmets and stuff. And we, yeah, and we just we just like burned past them, like <laughs> like went so much quicker than them. Um, yeah, although they were in all the gear, they did look like they had no idea. Really? Yeah, because well, that's it. All the so, gear, no idea, mate. But now I am thinking, yeah, maybe I should be a little bit sensible and buy some of this stuff. But it's expensive. It's the next year worry, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, You're extending the house. Yeah, I am extending you the house. You want to see Arnold Schwarzenegger live? Yeah, he's doing a book sign. Not a book sign, in a, like, an evening with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Because yeah. he's got a new book coming out. You've got things to spend money on, mate. I know, tickets go on sale tomorrow. There's no way we're going to get tickets for that. No, I don't want one, but... There's no way, they'll, they'll go instantly. Oh, yeah. But if you've got Kyle on it, he works from home. He's got time. Yeah, because wasn't he working from home on Call of Duty today? No, not Kyle. Kyle's working from home, doing a very good job of working from home and doing all the work in and not playing on Call of Duty. Oh, okay, or, sorry. Or going out for breakfast with his family. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do love it when I play midday Call of Duty with uh, Kyle because I'm always like, Busy, mate. And he's like, yeah, quite busy today. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I took a phone call once. <laughs> Although uh, I did manage to get some gaming in this afternoon, literally like an hour, with uh, Kyle and Drew. And we've decided that, obviously, Kyle's name is Michael. Yeah. So Kyle's just silly. So we're going to start calling him Mick. <laughs> <laughs> His new nickname's Mick now. Mick. Or Mickey. Mick. Mick, Mick, and, Mick and Drew. Yeah, Mick and Drew. Just play some Call of Duty with Mick and Drew. Mick and Drew, yeah. Great yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've not done anything as productive as that, if I'm honest with you. You're not? No, nothing at all. My life has been a lot of watching things. Mm. Um, I went to a tattoo convention. Nice, how was um, that? That was pretty good, to be fair. So I had other plans, but then literally in the 10th hour... Very last minute, two tickets come available um, with Jack Magic because um, his dad was too hungover to go. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was like, cool, yeah, we'll go. Um, so went up to that. That was really good fun, actually. It was standard small convention. So Chunk, uh, who we've mentioned a thousand times, he was him and his team were doing some work there. Um, one of his one of his workers won a prize for the best small color piece. That's cool. Um, but it was really good. They had some like you know, half naked women on the on the stage doing some burlesque, some really some tantalizing burlesque. Ooh. And then there was a pain man. So this guy who like is like, oh I can take lots of pain and I'm gonna hang myself and put mouse traps on. And he was just kind of a, a bit annoying, I'll be honest. Uh, okay. You know you're kind of looking forward to something and it's like, oh I'm put this rope round my neck and pull on it until I tell you to stop. And he's like, ah and I'm like well, I could do that. Yeah. Just strangle me until I can't breathe anymore. And then I'll tell you to stop. Well, how's that impressive? Mm. But um, yeah, there was lots of other things there. Some pretty cool clothes. There was uh, lots and lots of taxidermy. Oh, lots really? Of it. Some like stalls with weird and wonderful shit, like a full piglet in a jar and okay. like human spines and like the weird Ooh. and wonderful type. Yeah. Like, Proper weird shit, but it's really interesting to look at stuff like that. Oh, yeah, of So course. many people were selling, like, snake skeletons in jars. And this is the sort of thing I'd like to probably see at a convention and be like, that's Definitely. that's weird and that's yeah, pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't want to buy one, thank you very much. Is Please leave much? me alone. £650 so, for that piglet in a jar, I'm all right. Yeah, I'm all right because I think it'd just be terrifying as fuck. Yes, exactly. Uh, and I did buy one thing, but I'm going to bring that up later because I want to do it as uh, as an Into the Podcast appreciate, so I'll bring that up in a bit. Nice. But other than that, mate, um, yeah, just lots of watching. So my new obsession 
is now this the worst thing is I really want to talk about this, but you're the worst person to talk to about this. I watched two seasons, the two seasons of Barbecue Showdown on Netflix in two days. It's that good. And you're a fucking vegetarian. So I can't sit here and talk to you about how how watery my mouth has been. I mean, I can appreciate it. I I mean, meat's great. Meat's meat's delicious. It is. Now, I am loving. But honestly, Barbecue Showdown, I put it on because I was waiting for tea and I was like, I want to be really hungry when tea is ready. Mm. So let's watch Barbecue Showdown because American barbecue is as well like... You know, they're given 15 hours to make brisket and a, a barbecue tray, like 15 hours. Not like ours, where we took some burgers on a barbecue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, so I watched one episode and that was it. It was fucking game over. <laughs> and uh, so now my new obsession is finding the closest thing to an American barbecue house, like smokehouse in the UK. There is fuck all, mate. Really? Uh, I thought there were in a lot, quite I, a lot. Uh, there, so there is. So like in Lincoln, we have a place called Huckle, Huckleberries or something like that, but it's not. They call themselves a smokehouse, but when you look at the pictures, it's like it's a burger. Yeah, it's okay. not what I want. I yeah. want an American you want smokehouse, a proper traditional thing. So yeah. that's my new obsession: is just rewatching barbecue shows, <laughs> <laughs> watching all the great because there's some great characters as well. Um, just rewatching that and searching for the closest thing to a barbecue. So I found one in Edwinstone. Okay, that's not too far. Not too far. There's also one in Retford, but it looks like a takeaway. It's called Smoke and Ice, mm. and they do smokehouse stuff and ice cream and gelato and stuff. It looks phenomenal. Nice. It looks amazing. So I'm going to take a trip over there in the next couple of weeks just to try it out. Yeah. I think that might be my thing. Yeah. It's become a bit of a foodie, but for like real bad shit. Mm. But how much butter did you marinate this in for 20 hours before you put it on that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's I know what exactly I want. Not what you just mean. a bit of meat thrown on a fucking. You want next level, don't you? Exactly. Mm. Well, other than that, mate, just more telly and lots of chilling and nice. just, what, um, what's what's that on so that's on netflix nice okay so barbecue show that it's uh as you would any standard cooking show they get given tasks um and they just make us a barbecue tray at the end they'll taste it they'll give them their fucking feedback really fascinating though as well at the same time mm. because of our culture differences when it comes to barbecuing like i said our barbecuing is not what theirs is no of so when not. you're listening to the science behind it it's ridiculous of exactly how the temperature's got to be, how oh, they maintain God. that, the airflow on the fire and yeah. the different types of smoke, the wood that they have to use to get the different type of smoke to make it taste better. Like genuinely really interesting. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I watched it to get hungry. And by the end of it, I was learning shit. And that's what it's about. That's what it's all about. <laughs> it's about learning, learning things. shit. And I learned it and I forgot it already. So guess what? You're gonna I'm, watch it again. I'm gonna watch Barbecue Showdown again. I feel like that's the sort of show though you want to watch whilst you're eating. Yeah. I or sh- maybe like, or maybe have something like if you how long are the episodes? Fifty-ish uh, minutes, forty-five. So maybe minutes. have like stuff it in the oven, put it on, so it gets you hungry. Well, that's what I did. Yeah. And then, oh, I'm, oh ready I'm, for I'm that. Ready but the problem that. is, then when you pull your fucking chicken nuggets and chips out the oven. Yeah. So it's that thing you want. You want your you know, epic tea that you've prepared or a naughty tea. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. just gonna be It's gotta be good, hasn't it? Gotta be good. That so it might not it probably won't be as good, but But at least you're hungry for it. Yeah. And even if you are disappointed with what you got, you're you're hungry for it. That's it. Yeah. Mm, nice. Um I'm just trying to think other than that. No, uh I do want to get this out of the way. I just want to do a big apology to the listeners, obviously, for we missed last week and also been very laid back with um, social media and stuff like that. Um, 
forgetting to do posts. I found some messages on Facebook the other day from people that I've not replied to. And when I looked, I was like, shit, I've not replied to the last three messages. So big, big, big apology. I will get better at it. The last few weeks have been pretty fucking hard, if I'm honest. It's been a bit rough. I've been suffering a bit with anxiety and just bits and bobs and shit. And um, So yeah, just just sorry. And we're going to get back on it and we're going to give you the best fucking into the podcast you've ever had. Yeah. We're slowly getting to that year mark we are we are getting there it's only like 13 episodes i know i know so we got we've got to start getting some big stuff out start pulling our fingers yeah exactly it's just been crazy busy hasn't it so like you you know work's been crazy for both of us and now it's coming to like the summer holidays so like we're really we we do a lot anyway so we're always busy but now we've got like leave and stuff coming up so it's been it's been a lot to juggle recently hasn't it yeah And, and struggling like like you said you've been struggling and stuff as well so yeah and we have said we're going to try and shorten the episodes for a little bit as well just to keep the episodes nice sweet get out what what you want to hear but at the same time not compromise on on anything else because we've got a bit of holiday coming up where we're not going to be able to record mm-hmm. it's a bit harder for us you having to travel here at six o'clock at night yeah i'm off i've got kid we can't start until she's gone to bed we then can't bang out two to our episodes yeah exactly when you've, got, when you've got work the next day or you know so we're going to try and keep the episode short and sweet keep it as fun as interesting it has so thank you very much uh for staying with us and just carry on your support keep following us on you know follow us on facebook and instagram and all that sort of stuff twitter we got 19 followers, whatever it was Max said last week. Let's get that Twitter going. Yeah. We'll start tweeting. No, Xing now. Oh, is that what it... What? It's Twitter's not Twitter anymore. It's X. Oh, for, I, you know what? I'm turning into a grumpy old man, right? <laughs> I just can't keep up with stuff anymore. Yeah, but it's X. I, I've not looked into it too much. So you don't tweet anymore. You, you X. X mm. On X. Apparently. So you, you tweet on Twitter is now your X on X. I think so, yeah. Right, okay. I think so. Right. That's what I kind of got from it. Okay. I don't really follow the news a lot. Sinead O'Connor's dead. That's sad, isn't it? Yeah, that is sad. That's very sad. Uh, yeah, it's sad, but equally, I, personally, I was never a massive fan of Sinead no. O'Connor. I like, saw- I can appreciate she incredible voice and oh, like, yeah, I know yeah, like yeah. proper rebel spirit and all and everything. I just never really listened to her music. Yeah, that's, I, mean, I so, didn't listen to a lot of it. So, like, only, only obviously, like the, the big stuff, but yeah, so like I. You know, like you know, we we said before. I think it was like when it was when Rave Stevenson died. Sometimes it can be like a random person, but it just hits you differently. Yeah. So I didn't personally get that, get that from yeah, yeah, Sinead. Yeah. Still sad. Yeah, it's quite young as well, wasn't she? Sixty-one, sixty-two, some no, late fifties, maybe. I was it like fifty-six or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like yeah, not old at all. I saw Ren do a post last night. Um, I saw that as well. Did you see that? Yeah, because stuff, she she was she, a massive Ren fan. Yeah. Well, who isn't a well? I know, yeah. Man, she she man was saying talented. how like he makes the Beatles look like fucking category B mm. music stars. Like his talent is the best talent she's ever come yeah. up. Like, there's some big words, man. I know. For someone I've, like Ren, I've been neglecting my Ren listening. I've not really listened to him for a long time. Have you not time. heard his new track? No, I, I haven't listened to his last few tracks. The new track. So when this comes out, it would have been last Thursday. It came out. A song called Murderer. Very much like it. More more rap style, but there's like some reggae influences in there. It's okay. Very good track. Nice. Mm. Yeah, I've not. I've really been neglecting my music recently because I go through phases. So obviously, my drive to work is where I normally listen to my music. But I've uh, been listening back. I'm back on the audio books. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I just finished listening to 
the Iliad. Oh, have you? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Narrated by? Oh, I can't remember his name. I don't... He's an actor. I, I, can't, I can't remember his name. He's got a great voice, though. So okay. I, he's... Yeah. He sounds like from that time, like old historical, like epic, which is like obviously what the, the book's about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I finished that yesterday. That was Ooh. like 18 hours or something worth of audiobook. So that was good. I need to get back on it because I downloaded the one you told me to. Yeah. Started it, went off it, and then I've had a few months since then and I forgot to cancel it and I'm not using it for anything. So I need to get back on it and start listening. So I'm just re-listening to all the podcast episodes. Yeah, of like that's it. Shits and gigs again. So Well, they're comforting stuff like that, aren't they? They are because I know what I'm going to get and mm. I know I enjoy them. I know they're funny. Yeah. Yeah. So I really need to get back <clears> on my music as well. I might start listening to a bit more now that I finished the Iliad. I might, before jumping into another book, I might get back onto some music. Yeah. Um, I was just thinking, so a lot, we've got a couple of um, segments today. Um, the majority of stuff I want to talk about is kind of film related. Okay. Um, so I'm thinking, I want to talk about my obsession, my second obsession after Barbecue Showdown. And then should we go into Snack of the Week? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. I mean, we've really not planned. This is, the, this is the first week probably ever where we've literally not even planned anything. We have not spoke. We've not spoke. Like all. in for two weeks, we've literally came here. You made me a fish finger sandwich <laughs> and then and then we just clicked record. We, yeah. Normally we do like a little, even something resembling a plan or a run through. Nope. But today it's like, right, just crack on with it. Let's just chat shit. Let's just chat I mean, shit. I, so I, this episode, I, yeah, we apologize if it is all over the place it won't be i mean the thing is i've got littlin as well Anna. so you got here and i'm running around trying to feed her yeah. and get her bath fucking get her off the xbox and all that sort of shit so, yeah um so have you watched happy valley i have not watched happy valley holy fuck ryan <laughs> so, so someone was like you need to watch happy valley and i was like oh this is another thing like line of duty where everyone loved it mm. i'm not that interested and it's british so yeah. i'm not that bothered and i like sarah lancashire is it sarah lancashire i don't know uh, i like her but i'm like yeah it's still just someone from eastenders or Corrie or whatever she was in am i really that bothered so i was forced to watch an episode oh my god right <laughs> I can't turn it off. Really? Got, wow, okay. And the best thing about it is it's three seasons. Yeah. There's six episodes per season. So okay. It so it's not a massive dent in your life. Yeah. I have the last episode to watch tonight. I had to physically make myself turn it off last night because it was one o'clock in the morning. I had little and laid next to me because she woke up saying she felt sick. So she's cuddling a bloody sick bowl, uh, snoring away. And I'm like, I can't watch another episode. I can't yeah. go to bed at 2am <laughs> when she's going to have me up at six. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm so excited for this, this last episode. Do you know the premise of it? No, I really don't know anything about it. Is it like a police drama? It's a police drama. Sarah Lancashire, she's... Um, nearing retire retirement copper no shit she's fucking brit she become one of your favorite characters okay she's just nice. in a lot of things not just this show she's so good just no shit she has a granddaughter a grandson that lives with her and um, the fact that the opening scene is she goes to a guy who's pissed up on a climbing frame in a park who's going to set fire to himself and she just lays her old shit out and, it, and she's like, tell me about yourself. And it's like, rah, rah, rah. she's like, oh, you want to know about me? My daughter's dead. She killed herself. My son fucking hates me and won't talk to me. I live with my grandson. Like, it just spills out all of this bullshit in, in her life. And you're like, what the fuck? And it just goes from there. So it turns out that her daughter killed herself after being raped by this guy. And season one is all about this guy and her trying to catch him. And right. The crimes that he's up to now. And that sort of goes through the whole three seasons. Okay. Of 
you know the hatred for each other and yeah that's fucked right and then they've got all these little side like the side stories of the crimes that are going on and obviously the whole thing is like northern as fuck so it's all like Leeds accent. And, oh, is it? Yeah. So my it's been really weird because my accent, I pick up accents when I listen to them a lot. <laughs> okay. So when I worked at the old place, at your place, I used to work with a guy called Mickey who had the strongest Mansfield accent. Yeah. And I used to talk like it all the time because I, I listen to it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for the past two weeks, my accent has gone from uh, deep South America. Yes, ma'am. Because that's all you get on fucking barbecue <laughs> yeah, showdown. Yeah. And fucking Leeds. <laughs> 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 Pass me your phone. Yeah, I need to phone. So proper Yorkshire. <laughs> oh, it's, it's all over the place. But uh, oh, honestly, if you haven't watched Happy Valley, it's all on BBC iPlayer. Three three seasons, mate. Yeah, six episodes. Oh no, it's... you and Claire get it watched. I swear to God, you you will thank me. Yeah, you oh, will. Yeah, okay, okay. Again, we'll, it's we'll something it. nice to watch together as well. Like because there's a lot of oh, what's going to happen? And oh my God, I can't believe that happened. And cliffhangers every episode yeah nice nice no uh, that sounds good i am genuinely genuinely sad that i am ending it right tom- yeah tomorrow okay. so the person who told me to watch it has sort of been re-watching it as well by themselves and they're like oh have you got to this bit have you got to that bit yeah or where are you that sort of thing and they said oh you recommend a show next now i was going to recommend daisy jones and the six but i can't because we've just watched three seasons of something that's so drama-filled and so intense mm. that no matter how good Daisy Jones and the Six is, it's, I think it's going to be oversha- overshadowed right, by what we've okay. just watched. Yeah. Because they're two completely different things. Yeah, and Daisy Jones is quite its own unique show in a lot of ways. Massively. So I need something similar to that to be able to be like, oh, I'm going to watch this. Why don't you try this as well? And Yeah, you know, okay. Um, or I, I was like, what have I watched that's like that? Like, I'm like, you'll love this, but I just don't know. Mm. Yeah, I've not really, not really been watching much. We've got a new TV show, though, and it was mentioned by Max. Ted Lasso? Ted Lasso. Watching Ted Lasso, yes. finally. Finally watching Ted Lasso. Yeah. Have you watched it? I haven't, no. No, so we've, we've, we've smashed through that. We started watching it back end of last week. It's one of the reasons why I'm so tired this week, because we keep staying All up really watch. late. Like, we watched the first episode, I think it was last, I don't know, last Thursday or something, and it was one of them where, they're only half an hour episodes, like, oh, I'll stick it on, and the first episode, we'll watch it whilst we have tea, you know, and then watched it back to back for about four hours, to the point where we have to turn this off because we're at work in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so we've smashed through, we've been really, really busy, to be fair, I've been away most of the weekend. Um but we're nearly at the end of series two already. How many seasons? Three. Three, okay. And so series three's just come out and that's it. They're not doing any more. So it's just three series part. Um, and loads of people have said how great it is and it's like critically acclaimed and stuff. But I know also a lot of people haven't watched it because it's on Apple TV. So it's not that yes. accessible to yeah, a lot of, of people. So I think pretty much everyone wants to watch it. It's just a case of getting it. But um and yeah, for those that don't know, I think Max said about it last week, but yeah, it's about an American football coach, uh, like American football, um, gets chosen to be the new manager of a fictional Premier League football club, AFC Richmond, uh, in London. And it's all about the antics and how he works with the team and stuff. There's lots of, and you don't, there's lots of football references and like subtle ones, like not, not subtle ones. They're not subtle at all. Um, that you'll pick up on, like one of the characters, Roy Kent, he's definitely just Roy Keane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you don't need to 
be into football to love this show. It's so good. And Ted, last Ted himself, the main character, the coach, he's such a lovable guy. Like mm. you fall in love with his character instantly. Um, and you're just rooting for him. Oh, so, wicked. So it's really, it's really, really good. I can see why people love it. Yeah. First season, fantastic. Second season, I feel like it's not, it's still good. Not quite the, the heights of the first series. Right. Okay. But, I've not finished it yet, so yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah. how it goes, but really enjoying that. Half an hour episodes as well. It's really nice to change pace it's to have nice, something like that. Although series two, I think they're like 45 mi- minutes. I'm sure Vicky from work said that series three, they're like an hour episode, okay. so they get longer each series. Okay, interesting. But yeah, definitely watch it, it yeah. like, if you can get access to it. If you heard that bang, sorry, all the windows are open in my house. It's hot. It's so hot, isn't it? So, like, s- sticky. So muggy. Very, it's very right, sticky. It's right muggy, isn't it? Right muggy. Ah. Uh, should we eat something? Yeah, I'm right hungry. Right, should we uh, Should we get our little boy Drew in? Yeah, so let's do it. Oh, yeah, Sing us a yeah, song, yeah. Drewski. Here come Sam and Ryan, listen to them both speak. They've come for hours all with their pop culture critique. But are you even a nerd if you don't overread? So come on, everybody, it's the snack of the week. Drewski, 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 Drewski. What a little baby is. He's bloody lovely, isn't he? Nah, I don't want to say anything out of term here because, you know, I wouldn't do that to Drew. But all I'm saying was he was giving me a little insight into the thoughts of his new music earlier. Oh, uh. what he's going to do with it, release plans, bits and bobs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you, though. That's down to Drew. Oh, okay. I ain't telling the listeners this. They'll have to wait. But maybe soon. Oh. But maybe in three years. I can't remember what he said now. Right. It was one or the other. I can't quite remember. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, he probably doesn't know it himself, really. <laughs> no, probably. No, he actually <laughs> <laughs> um, Right, we've only got one snack of the week this week. Do you know why, Ryan? Tell me why, Sam. I forgot. Yeah. 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 So yep. I was like, oh, well, we'll just do what we normally do. Have a drink plus a little sneaky snacky snoo. Sneaky snacky snoo. And I knew I had these. So I was like, I'll definitely do these ones. Uh, but then I realised I ain't got any drinking, so we're drinking water. Yeah. So, do you know what I was going to do? Actually, no, I'm not going to tell you, because I might do this next week. Don't matter. I've got a wicked idea for a snack of the week. Okay. So simple, so basic, but it's going to work, mate. You're going to love it. Not not water, because we can <clears> talk not... about water today, actually. We can yeah, do water as a snack. Okay, we'll start with water. Okay, let's, I'm going to drink it. Let's have a sip of water. So yours is in a, in like... a Camden Town um, pint glass. Yep. Mine is in a, uh, a Rogue Energy this isn't Dubby. No, it's not Dubby. This is the worst of the of the energy drinks. Yeah, but what's on the other side? Uh, the legend of Vox Machina, mate. Unbelievable. I can't believe that's on your water bottle. It's fucking banging water bottle. So, yeah, yeah. cheers. Let's try this. Let's, chin, let's chin. have some water. Mm. Tastes fuck all. I fucking love water. You know what, I'm actually getting into it. Ever since having these water bottles, yeah. I've been drinking a lot more water. Yeah. <laughs> Even though these are for them energy drinks. You know, like Dubby's, the best one out there. Oh, yeah, obviously. Yeah, unless it's I'm the stre- podcast. Unless uh, I'm streaming yeah, it's a off. different one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm but, uh, yeah, ever since having these, I've actually got something to drink water out of all of a sudden. So it's like, I am walking around with water more. And I'm like, I love water. Yeah, water's great. I drink so much water. Yeah. I'm always drinking water. Literally, my... I've though we got a load of free water bottles at work, so I've just got a, chi- oh, yeah, a cheap, yeah. shitty free one. But I, it, as soon as it's finished, I'll fill it up. I probably drink too much water. I'm, I'm guzzling it all day long. You are a little wee weeer as well, aren't you? I, well, it does mean I have to go for a piss every twenty minutes. Mm. But you know when I did that um, 
at work they do do those well-being days yeah. and they do like you know the test your levels or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. my water levels are always great yeah so i'm doing something right 70 cent water aren't we so we've got to keep them levels topped up yeah shame about the diabetes yeah well you know <laughs> the water just flushes it out <laughs> that's how it works so that's water, everyone. Yeah, um, you know what? Where can you where can you get water, Ryan? Uh, I think it's, they sell it in most shops. Pretty much most shops. Is it's there any way quite overpriced for what it is? Yeah, for the fact you can get it from a tap. Yeah, rain. Um, yeah, rain. That's a thing. We've that's had a thing. lot of that recently. Yeah, we have. Um, you can get it in rivers, although a lot of rivers, I wouldn't drink that. Like the river I fell in, very brown Was water. It? I wouldn't want to drink it. If you're going to drink something brown, make it like a chocolate milkshake. Oh, yeah. Mm. That'd be lovely. Yeah. Don't have many chocolate milkshake rivers, though, do we? No, we don't. That's, and that's chocolate milkshake like don't a, fall from the sky. It's a Willy Wonka type thing, that, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Stick to water, guys. Stick to water. There's a newly Willy Wonka film coming out. There is, with Timothy fucking Chalamet. Chalamet, yeah. I'm well excited for that. Uh, yeah. Hugh Grant is she, a fucking umpa lumper. <laughs> oh, crazy. Although it was on the BBC website today. Someone with dwarfism is kicking off. I saw that. Because yeah. it should go to an actual dwarf. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that, Sam? Um, I'm just going to drink some more of this delicious you know water. What? Yeah, kind of kind of agree with it. Uh, there are plenty of dwarf actors. Oh, yeah. Is that, is that politically correct? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Because, yeah, no, you, you can't say midget, can you? That's not allowed. I don't think so. I don't know. You can't say little people because that's really fucking derogatory. I don't... We've got dwarfism, so so that's the dwarfs? actual actual term for it. So surely dwarf. Okay, so we'll go with dwarf. And if people don't like that, sorry, I'm apologising now. Yeah, we're not trying we're, to be. We're, we're, we're not trying to be offensive. We we're, just we're don't bang know. an X out. Just we're, we're bang an X out. Apologising if it's wrong. Yeah, we're trying. We're trying <laughs> bang an X out. <laughs> you know, we're here to learn. We are here so, to learn. Tell us if it's wrong, if it's so wrong. we can do better next time. Exactly, and when we're campaigning to uh, get more dwarves in the, I'd Timothy... have loved to see Peter Dinklage as an umpalumper. So would I. That he'd have been great. Because let's be honest, last time I saw Peter Dinklage, he was playing a fucking giant in Thor. Yes, that's true. Was it Thor? No, it wasn't it? Was was it Endgame? No. No, it's, it's when he yeah, made Stormbreaker. No, yeah, it's it? Infinity it was... War. Yeah, yeah, Stormbreaker. Yeah. Should we carry on with uh, Snack of the Week? <laughs> Got sidetracked there, didn't we? Water. It's what water does to Yeah. I fucking love water. One too many waters. Right, I've got... This will help your diabetes. Okay. I've got some raspberry-flavoured McVitie tartlets. Ooh. Crunchy biscuit with a delicious centre. What kind of centre well, is the delicious centre? Raspberry, it says. Ah, okay. And it looks pink and white. Look. They look fancy. They do look fancy. They're very pink. They are very pink. They're very Barbie-esque. They are. Oh, they're quite dainty. Quite they're, little. They're only liquor ones, yeah. Oh. Oh, they smell good. I, li- I like the smell of raspberry as well. Artificial raspberry is a nice artificial mm. flavour. Mm. Smells lovely. Right. Should we well, um, yeah, cheers. the are you going all, Are you going for a bite well, or are you going go all, all in? I'm going to go for a bite. A bite so and we can see what one. the centre is. Yeah. 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 Mm. Do you know what that is? One. That's a fucking drumstick lolly right there. Do you think? That's a drumstick lolly. It does taste like a drumstick yeah. lolly. But it's a drumstick lolly biscuit. Yeah, it is. Mm, I fucking love drumstick lollies as well. 
I'm not a big fan because I don't like chewy sweets, and you can't have chewy sweets. Because you've only got three teeth. Yeah. <laughs> that was but delicious. They're, they're good, aren't they? Some of them. Let's have another one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, these are... I'm a big fan. Big fan of the tartlets. Now... And the nice little size as well, so... When I, when I bought these... Yeah. The man behind the counter said to me, "Oh, you're not going to like them. They've not got much flavour to him." And I knew I wasn't going to believe him because I've only ever met this man once before, and he tried to start a fight with me in town. When we Why? Because I said hello to him. Oh, uh, yeah. I hate it when people say that. Yeah, and he just tried to fight me, and then he told me these biscuits were shit. That man knows nothing. No. Um, McVitie tartlets, you dirty bitch. Nice and crunchy. Hmm. Good, perfect level of crunch. Mm. Don't hurt my teeth, but yeah, you know, crunchy. For a last-minute snack straight from the cupboard. Done all right there. Done all right there. Done all right there. They'll be gone by the end of this episode. Yeah, there's not you know not that many in a pack. Really. No, Are we having another one now, or do yeah, I save it? Yes, have another one now. Just a quick one. Yeah, just you know. I can't get into it. Oh no. Sorry. There you go. Thanks, mate. I just had to rip the pack off. Tartlet is quite a nice word to say. It's a lovely word, isn't it? Tartlet. McBitty. McBitty. Tartlet. Tartlet. McBitty. McTartlet. We're going to start doing ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Into the podcast as ASMR. So I'll tell you, right, get it in your mouth. Okay. I'm going to do the tartlet and then you masticate. You're okay, ready? right. McBitty. Tartlet. <laughs> tartlet. <laughs> the eye contact was so intense then. <laughs> oh, if you enjoyed that, let us know. We can we can do an OnlyFans. <laughs> That was uh, the most disgusting or the sexiest thing we've ever done. Let's <laughs> find out, listeners. <laughs> Let us know. Excels. Excels. Quick. <laughs> no, just, just, oh, yeah. We either gained some followers or lost a lot. <laughs> I spat so much biscuit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Covered in crumbs. Mm. Right. Um, should we go on to a little bit of film talk? A little bit of film talk? Okay. Then what? In fact, what I'd like to do is, if it's okay with you, I want to talk about a couple of films I watched because they're not that big right. and they're not that impressive. Okay. Um, then I want to do an Inter Podcast Appreciates. Yeah. And then you've got big time. I've got big time. So we'll go with big time, end it off with big time. Yeah. And uh, see how we go, yeah? Sounds good. So I have watched a couple of films. Oh, in fact, fuck it. Should we talk about Terrifier? Yes, yes. Let's talk about Terrifier. So last episode, two weeks ago, everyone's probably stopped listening because we had a week off. But mm, yeah. two weeks ago, we mentioned that you, me, Max, and a couple of other little friendlets. Yeah. Like, like our little tartlets, but the friendlets. Friendlets. We're coming around. We're going to watch the two Terrifier films. Mm. What didn't we do? We didn't watch... Two Terrifier films. We didn't because the second film was nearly three hours long. What, it was like I can't two, believe it. Like two hours 40 on it. Yeah. And the thing is, because I had Bobby here as well, my little one, she kept coming down, so we kept having to pause the film. So yeah. by, by the time that, it was like and quarter past ten. And there's quite a lot of us came round as well, which is nice. And we ordered food, so we're waiting for food to turn up. Yeah, so yeah. And then, because we hadn't seen a lot of them for a while, you're catching up. So first film probably didn't go on till about 
I don't know, it was late, a, it? half eight or something. Yeah. So that finished at like 10. And then everyone's like, oh, Friday night, we, I, you know, I'd come straight from work. You were going kayaking in the morning. I, yeah, I was going kayaking Kyle. in the morning. Um, so we were all set because, you know, we'll talk about the Terrify one, but all set to watch the second one. Two and a half hours, two hours 40 or something. Yeah, it was ridiculous, wasn't it? I actually put it on when I went to bed. Did you? I did. Because when you guys left, it was, it was still... In my eyes, earliest, because I didn't have to drive home. Yeah, because it was, like ten, it was only like 10 o'clock. Yeah, but you guys had to drive home. I mean, one of the girls was from Derby. One one was Leicester, your fucking your way. And yeah. Everyone was an hour and a bit away. So we called it. So I put it on. I got about 20 minutes in, turned it off. Mm. Yeah, we were just like, I'm terrified out. Yeah. If I'm honest. Yeah. So it was a really pleasant evening. We ordered pizza. It was really great to see everyone. It was just one of those nights. I'm like, I want to do this more. This was really nice. Really it was. Good to see um old friends you know we haven't had the sickos together in a while um so that was great so ryan this is obviously not the first time i've seen terrifier it's probably the third or fourth i'm probably more of the horror guy Mm -hmm. when it comes to this type of horror anyway oh yeah um so what were your thoughts i really enjoyed it i I did i really enjoyed it you got and going into this film i knew it was going to be ridiculous you're going into it it's a b-movie horror big time yeah it's about a clown killer yeah there's no reason for it there's no reason what i love about these type of films yeah there's no reason and there's no explanation he hasn't got a backstory yeah he wasn't molested as a child and needs to fucking take his pent out anger on someone he's just a fucking weird clown that wants to murder people and slice faces off yeah that's all um, we need. That's it. And like, yeah, it was, I'm trying to think back to it because it was a couple of weeks ago. The things that really stood out for me, the gore, Big it time was gore, really, it? really gory. Like the bit, do we do spoilers? I think we do spoilers. We do, it's a lot, it's an oldish film. So, you know, the bit where the main character is running away from him and she's been captured by him. She gets tied up. And then, you know, he reveals her best friend, the annoying, drunken best friend that you know is going to die. And you kind of want her to die because she's an annoying drunk. Uh, Yeah. She was annoying the clown at the start. You know, know, like, you're going to die and I'm probably going to be glad when you die. Yeah, because we've not got to listen to you anymore. Yeah, because you're just annoying. You know, like... (laughs) You said that so nicely. Yeah. You know, I hope you die. I hope you die because you're just annoying. I'm going to be really happy when you do. But I was not expecting the way she dies because she's hung upside down. Legs apart. Legs apart. Just got her pants on, obviously. You know? Cover the dignity, Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tits everywhere, though. Tits everywhere, bouncing everywhere when she's obviously because she's trying to escape. Yeah. So what he does is he rips her pants off. We don't see that. We don't see the ground. We don't need to see that, do we? You know, this isn't this isn't porn. This is art. This is that's the name of the clown. (laughs) It is. (laughs) (laughs) Was that intentional? Yeah, Yeah, it was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So art um, takes a rusty. Well, it can't be rusty because it was very efficient. It takes a saw and starts sawing through her vagina to come all the way through her body till she's completely split in half. Uh, He stops at like eye level. So she's still kind of together, isn't she? Oh, yeah. The the forehead is still connected. Yeah, there's a little bit of the forehead. So she's just a big V. A big giant V. Yeah. Pretty horrific. I don't think she died till he got to her neck either, did she? Yeah, she was still screaming and shouting. I'm like, mm, yeah, mm. pretty, pretty sure he would have. He's he's sword through everything. And that little saw when he pulls it out as well, we all laughed, didn't we? Like, yeah, 
he wouldn't be able to solve for a fucking chair leg without no, right. it's like, for a woman. Uh, an entire <laughs> woman. And it's just, it was quite sickening. And he's vicious. He's a vicious, oh, like, yeah. there's no, like, holding back. Like, when he, you know, kills one of the characters and just shoots them in the head. And then, but you see it. Mm. Which normally you don't see it sort of like in films that like cut away or whatever, and then just keep carries on shooting them in the head. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang. And then smiles and walks. And then, off. yeah, and you're like, wow, this guy's pretty pretty uh fucked up. Fucked up, yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's still got its ridiculous horror like tropes in it and stuff that like are annoying at the time, you know, like when one of the guys who's working there comes and like I don't know, knocks him over or knocks the clown out. And you're thinking, finish him. Go, 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 double, tap. go double tap. Like, and that's what I love about Zombieland. Yeah. I refer to that. Double tap him. Just smash his head to pieces. He's yeah. unconscious on the floor. But no, what do they do? They run away. Yeah. And then, Fall. oh, oh, <laughs> then one of them falls over, and then he's trying. Someone's trying to help her up, and then gets stabbed in the back. It's like, ah. But, but you expecting you, that stuff? You expect that, that, especially from a B horror. Yeah, 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 and. It, yeah, it was a ridiculous, ridiculous film, but I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and I think that's it. If you can deal with B-horror with a lot of gore, it just is what it is. You get yeah. the tropes, it's silly, it's, you know, there's no explanation exactly, because I love, you know, I love that. I, I love having a serial killer that doesn't have a backstory, because yeah. you don't need it at it, all. You're just in the moment. And in the moment, horror is what I need. Absolutely, yeah. I, I like the way. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like that phrasing actually. Like, and in the mo- in the moment, horror. You're just capturing what everyone's capturing in that. Yeah, time and it's just that one night, and that's it. Um, <coughs> but actually, I think it was done really well for a B movie. Like it had some of the gore, especially, is what sort of elevates that above its like contemporaries or whatever you'd mm-hmm. say. Like so, um, because it felt like it was something new. Yeah, like. Gore has been done a million times, but this was like horrific gore, like where you're like, oh, you know, it not for the squeamish. Yeah, he scalps someone and wears it at one point. Yeah, and it's like those those are quite a few little little tricks like that, or like gore, or little moments where you thought that's fucked up and really cool the way that's happened. Yeah. Um. So I did like that. So it was quite. Um. I, I don't want to say it goes far as saying groundbreaking, but do you know what I mean? It was, it felt, it didn't just felt, it didn't feel stale. No, 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 no. So I would say, I would recommend that to people yeah. for like a B movie horror. And we will get together and watch the second. The second one, there's a little girl clown in it that he imagines who is just as freaky looking as wow, he is. Wow, okay. So if you can imagine, yeah. double the freak. Oh, just God. as gory. So yeah. looking forward to watching that. So the two films that I want to talk about very quickly are also horror films. Oh, nice. Two newish ones to Netflix. And unfortunately, I do not have anything good to say about them. Mm. Number one is Run, Rabbit, Run. Okay, I feel like it's... Yeah, so it's... Uh, I mean... Obviously, everybody's algorithms are different on Netflix. So obviously, it was all over mine. Yeah. Because I watch a lot of horror. Yeah. I yeah, watched yeah. a film, Australian, um, Australian film about a single mother dealing with a kid and a rabbit gets dropped off. It was fucking dog shit. Basically, what this film is, this film is an absolute complete ripoff of the Babadook. Right. Without the Babadook character. Okay. It's just this weird rabbit thing, and the kid's going a bit crazy and a bit mental, and wears this weird rabbit mask that she made out of paper mache, and just gets a bit weird. And 
oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to spoil it because it's dog shit. Yeah, and do it, do it. Yeah, and it turns out that actually a lot of the stuff that's going on is all in the mother's head because she's traumatised because she killed a sister when she was younger. And uh, okay. Then the ghost of a sister walks away with the daughter and drowns her or some shit and then they oh, it's just it's just not good yeah. it's just it's very poorly executed it's and i'm not just saying it's a rip off of babadook because it's australian but you can tell exactly where she she took everything that she can from jennifer kent in this film the babadook is just executed perfectly it's one of my favorite one of my favorite films never mind one of my favorite wow. horror films i've never seen it i love it that much just because of the whole how crazy she is towards the end and how fucked up she is and she's turning on this kid and and it's she just the acting is incredible in it okay the fact that it's jennifer kent's first film but obviously the whole point of the story is a single mother who is just exhausted and not dealing with life yeah and when you see it from that perspective it's a very very interesting watch Mm -hmm. whereas this obviously they try to play that it's the trauma and that's why she's not seeing things the same as everyone else and blah and it's just not good it's a rip-off of a good film that wasn't needed. And the thing is as well, it's a rip-off of a good film with more budget. Oh, okay. So, you know, with Jennifer Kent's Babadook, that was her first film, very low budget. You know, the literally the Babadook is a shadow. Or right, okay. when you see it, it's uh, it's bits of paper moving around because yeah. it's from a book. You know, so it's a very low budget film, but done so well and it relies on the acting and the storytelling mm-hmm. to make it a great film, whereas this just fell bad. And I was very excited about it because I do get very excited about horror films on Netflix when they do push them. Um, and again, as always, fucking lad Bible jump in with people are passing out at this film. Yeah, yeah I nearly passed out asleep. Yeah, it was bad. Which moves me on to the next one. And it fucking breaks my heart to say something I've been looking forward to from the moment it popped on Netflix. Bird Box Barcelona. Okay. I love Bird Box. Yeah. Genuinely really enjoyed it. As soon as I finished that film, I ordered the book. I remember uh, saying, and yeah. And read it immediately. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed the storytelling. I thought Sandra Bullock was fantastic. I loved um, the way it was with the two kids and how she only calls them boy and girl and she doesn't really have an emotional attachment to mm-hmm. them. And it was, in my eyes, it was a very good film. Yeah. This is so bad. So, for one... It's Barcelona, so it's dubbed. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So I, I see the main guy, and I'm like, "What the fuck's he in?" And he's actually in a TV show on Netflix called The Innocent, which is about a guy um, whose partner goes missing, and it's like she's not dead. He finds out where she is, and there's all this shit going on in the background. It, it's very, it's actually a really good TV series. I, oh, okay. I got into um, for a while. I got into watching a lot of um, foreign TV shows like that, like crime shows, and that one was really good. So I was like, "Oh, this is going to be good." Um, Tessa from Barbarian. Tess uh, from Barbarian. Yeah, yeah. Which is very weird because all the film is dubbed by her is in English. That's, all, that's and, very weird. And I can't get my head around that because I'm like, well, how did this get shot? So immediately that puts you off it. Yeah, yeah. And what they do is, now I can't remember the actor's name, but have you seen the original Bird Box? No, I still not watched it. Okay, so obviously you know the premise of Bird Box is um, there are these things going around that if you look at them, they make you kill yourself. Yes. Now, in the film, there are certain people that can, as soon as they see it, they do not kill themselves, but it becomes their mission to make other people look at it. Right, okay. And in the film, they take in this guy who's banging on the door, help me, help me, help me. He turns out to be one of them. He starts ripping all the curtains down so people can see outside and trying to get them all to look at it to die. So this film centers around this actor from the TV show Innocent, who is one of them. Right, okay. 
I thought, okay, quite like that twist, quite like that idea. What is it? Why are they like that? What's the sort of story behind it? The story behind it is that these are angels, and when they die, the people that are trying to make them look at it, they see their spirit leave and go to heaven. A bit like, um, what's it fucking called? Uh, the biblical thing where they, they kill everyone off and they, only the, the pure go to heaven. Um, the, oh, what? Fuck's on the tip of my tongue. I, I don't know. Oh. No, I, I can only think of the purge. It's not the purge. <laughs> <that's really doing laughs> um, but that basically is it. They're, they're cleansing people. They're seeing them. They're killing themselves. They're going to heaven. And it's sort of following the storyline of this guy going around trying to convince people to look at it. Okay. It is just not executed well. At yeah. All. Okay. Um, that's a shame. Josh has just walked through. Um, I'm sure he can uh, say it as well. We watched uh, Bird Box together and it just, it it, it, it was not gripping mm. at all. And I really like the idea of this storyline, but actually what they gave us was a storyline, just a storyline. There was nothing gripping about that storyline. Like there was in the first one with Sandra Bullock's character that the, the intensity of shit the fucking mask has just dropped they might yeah. see something because the whole point of this film is they're trying to make them see it whereas the scary part of bird box was they're not allowed to see it and you know it piques your interest yeah entirely okay. of what does it look like what is it so fairly interesting storylines poorly poorly executed, executed. I, I think the idea is good but actually once they started writing it out there just wasn't enough that's exactly reminds exactly of that film that you made me watch last year uh, the discovery. The discovery. Where great the, idea on paper. Great idea on paper, yeah. but they, yeah, same thing. They they started making it and like, what are we actually? There's no story here. It's a it's a concept or an idea, which yeah. is quite cool, but there's no actual story to flesh it out, and it just was so poorly executed. Yeah, executed. Which is a shame because I'm just saying. Oh, all right, cool. Yeah, just saying. I'm got there. Yeah, which is a shame with that film because part of its parts of it were good. Unfortunately, uh, with this, I just didn't think there was. Yeah. And when uh, Tessa, I do not know the uh, actor's name. I apologise. Um, but when Tessa comes into it, and the whole time he's going, "Well, how is she speaking English and they're not? Yeah. How is how does this? If I was watching this, how was it filmed? That completely takes That's away weird. from it as well. And I'm sure there's a story behind it or how they do it, but it just completely took me out uh, of what was already not gripping. That's a shame. Which is a shame. So it's, it's you know, every now and then it's great to come on and tell people don't bother with these films. Absolutely. We do a lot of good recommendations, but there's plenty of shit that we get through as well. Exactly. So <clears throat> we're an hour in. We don't want to make this one too long. So if we can do the Into the Podcast Appreciates, because I've got something that I do love that I want to talk mm -hmm. about. So we get to listen to the new jingle. I know, we we've barely listened to it. I know. It's always exciting. So fresh and new. Drew, be new and fresh. Time for conversations, our favourite Caucasians. Sam and Ryan tell us what they might have seen. Time for adulations, appreciations. Sending love out to normal folk like you and me. Normal folk like you and me. Let's yeah. send some love. So I've brought a little something, something that oh. you actually might be interested in this week. I'm not just bringing you the spaghetti monster god and, <laughs> and the normal shit of, here's one of my friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like one of my friends. This is something that I came across at the tattoo convention in Chester. Cost me a fucking arm and a leg, but no sale needed. I'll be honest. I walked into this room and there was a young man. Great sales pitch on him. Straight over. Hey, young man, how are you? Very charismatic. So immediately, immediate response was, what are you selling? He's like, come have a look. Yeah. What are you selling and take all my money? His first question, Ryan, 
you like Die Hard? Sir. <laughs> Sir, yes, I do like Die Hard. <laughs> to which he passes me a pack of three comic books. Die Hard of the Dead. Oh my God, that so, looks so cool. These are What If Stories, written by Matt Stapleton. It was Matt who sold me these. He signed all the copies for me. And he's got, at the moment, he's got two comic comic series out. He's got Die Hard of the Dead, which is a three-book series. And he's also got the What If um, Stories of Hendrix. That's two. Yeah, there's only two in that one. So obviously Hendrix from Jaws. And the uh, Hendrix one is if Jaws met Tremor. Tremors, is it? Tremors. Tremors. Yeah, Tremors. If Jaws yeah. met Tremors. Yeah, yeah. Real fucking interesting read. Um, very good. I'll let you have a That's little so cool. look you see at that it, one. That and then amazing. obviously Die Hard of the Dead is a mix between Die Hard and Night of the Living Dead. Um, <clears throat> set in, not Nakatomi Towers, but in a shopping mall. It's really good. So his name's not John McClane in this. It's John Leland. Leland is the name of the character from the book that uh, Diod was taken from, which I think is a real nice sort of thing. Um, These are beautiful. The, These are so nice. So both comics have different um, artists. Who's the artist for that one next to Matt, Stapl uh, Matt Stapleton? Um, no, this one. This one says Wharton. Wharton. Yeah, and I've got Mark Hooley on this one. Um, they're absolutely beautiful, real fun, fun stories. Um, I read them driving back. I mean, it's fucking two and a half hours, three hours to Chester. So I read them on the way back. Much, much prop to this guy. I love his ideas. He said he's got so much in the pipeline. Um, he's working on at the minute, which bless him. He said, if I bought, so I originally obviously bought Die Hard immediately. Um, I then asked him what else he had on the go. And he showed me he's got this little 30 page book of uh, World War II Gremlins. So Amazing. Some of the art in that, which is incredible. There's barely any story in that. It's great. It is just, it's just, it's in, just in the snow, in gremlins. The snow, fighting gremlins. Yeah. So that's his next project, is turning that into a full series. But he said he's got so many ideas coming. Um, what There's is, so much you could do with what if stories as well. Oh, definitely. So uh, Hendrix, he was telling me in this one, so he wrote the first book, he was writing the second, when he met... I can't remember which actor it was. It's actually in one of the books, but he met one of the actors from Jaws. Right. And he, he sort of said, you know, I've had to be really careful because of copywriting and blah, blah, blah. And basically there and then they gave him the permission to use the names, the fucking orchid, you know, everything no way. from Jaws. And was like, we love what you're doing. It's a really good idea. All we ask is at the front of the book, can you just mention us? So there's a really good picture in the front of book two of Hendrix, of him and the actor and sort of telling the story of how they met um yeah so you, you've got book one there it's a really cool <clears throat> so it's basically john leland or john mcclain going around uh fighting zombies with santa claus and there's some zombies in there who look like jay and silent bob like some real cool movie references um yeah so my appreciate my appreciation is to what if stories by matt stapleton and his artists because they are so fucking good man these are so cool. So I think the Die Hard of the Dead cost me 30 for the three books and then the Hendrix for 20. Right. So basically a 10 of a book. But just for the art alone, and also I've over the years bought several um, comic books from like up and, come, up and coming comic book writers just because they're starting out. Yeah, Every, of course. Everyone's yeah, starting somewhere. It's not an expensive thing to get into. I mean, for... 
fair enough, I'm skint as shit and I spent 50 quid on comic books that night. But, you know what I mean? This is an up-and-coming fucking comic book writer who is doing such an amazing job. Why the fuck do you not? Yeah, that's it. You're supporting like a new artist, a new writer. Absolutely. You're not just going on Amazon mm. and just buying like from mass warehouses. Oh god, stuff. yeah. I mean, you know, I, I do that and I, I showed you the um uh, the Riddler one the other day, didn't I? That real artistic book that came from oh, Post yeah, the day. That looks so cool. so I do get from them, but I think it's really good to support people like the oh, really good to support people like Matt. Um and it does help the fact that the stories are fantastic, the art is great. It's a fun read, and there's just something really cool to have around and to show people as well, like flick through. You know, they're a comic book for fucks. Well, they're 50, 60-odd pages, but they're a comic book. People can flick through them and enjoy them. Yeah. You know, oh, like, they're beautiful. Like they're really, really nice. I had really, the really piss nice. taken out of me on the drive back. Someone um, someone was like, oh, just read your fucking cartoons, why don't you? And I was like, I'm going to. Yeah. And then they read every single one. I was like, he's yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you're taking the piss out of my cartoons, are you? Oh, and you've God. read every single one. yeah. Um, no, I love it. Yes. They're fantastic. Yeah, I've, I've been saving them. I didn't tell you about them because I wanted to do it as an appreciation because he's great. So, yeah, check him out. He does have a website. I can't remember what the website is. I think it is just whatifstories.com or something, but give him a give him a look. What if stories, Matt Stapleton. Absolutely brilliant. Awesome. Awesome. Nice. That was awesome. Yeah, man. So, what you got for us, baby? Right. I've I've got the big thing of the moment. Big time. The big social media craze. And two big films I went to go see. Oh, what could I they be? took Friday off work to go do this. Oh, yeah. For release day, Claire and I went to go. We completed Barbenheimer. Now, I've got to ask with Barbenheimer, because I don't read clickbait. Yeah. Is was it just named that because they came out on the same day or was there something behind it? No, that's that's literally that's completely it. completely fine then. It, I'm sure it started, I saw it months and months and months ago. It was like, the first time I saw anything about this was a meme that said, Oppenheimer and Barbie come out on the same day. Um, what what people, what we should all do is go see Oppenheimer in the morning with a, co- a black coffee and a cigarette <laughs> go to a bottomless brunch and then go watch, watch Barbie. Barbie. <laughs> yeah. And then I think that just took off as like a trend yeah, yeah. or like God knows on what, like probably all the socials. And then as it's got closer to release day, it's just built and built and built and got like the, all these trends do and, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. got loads of traction. So to the point where it's actually, it's like a massive thing now. We, so we went to see Oppenheimer first. We booked in, went to see it in IMAX because we like Christopher Nolan film, about, you know, the building of the atomic bomb, Oppenheimer, a story I didn't know, knew very little about. No. Um, so we went to want to see that in IMAX with the, the sound and the and the size and the scope of it. So we went to see that and then went for food and then went to see Barbie. When we were at Barbie, people were wearing Barbenheimer t-shirts. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. Like this one guy in front of us, it was like, it was a really cool t-shirt. I, I want it actually. Um, it, it literally said on the front, it said Barbenheimer and it had the date, 21st of July, 23. And half of the t-shirt was gray and half of the t-shirt was bright pink. Oh my God, I like, like that. It looked so cool. Like probably nerdy, obviously, but yeah, yeah, you know, really cool. Like, and there's loads, like we had a quick Google, like, oh my God, I can't believe there's t-shirts. There's fucking loads out there. there. Yeah. Um. So we went to see IMAX first. We went to see it like, like a half three show in some Friday. So... Still quite early, it was packed. Yeah. It was sold out. Fuck. Um, 
which I I genuinely think. What are the reasons for that? Is it because of the social media craze, mm-hmm. or is it because it's a Christopher Nolan film? Yeah. Or is it because it's got an insane cast? People love Killian Murphy and you know Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon, Florence Pugh. You know, insane cast. Or you know, it's probably a combination of, of all all yeah, of them. Of course. But yeah. a part of me thought there's a fucking load of people in here that have o- that are only here because it's a social media thing. Massively. That aren't film buffs, that aren't film nerds, that probably don't realise that they've come to see a three hour film about scientists building a bomb. Yeah, and this is where if you go back a few episodes and listen to the film etiquette episode where this is Ryan's fucking nightmare. <laughs> to be fair, people were well behaved. I think there's a couple sat next to us that were like next to Claire that were had the odd like whisper and afterwards Claire turned to me when the film finished and went like those two were way too thick to be in this film. Right, okay. Um and I feel like there was a lot of that because it's you know when when I when we left when we went um I think you know nipped to the toilet and then after the film had finished and when I was waiting for Claire two blokes walked past me and were like oh yeah a bit too sciencey that and like <laughs> literally their exact words as they walked past me I'm like what are you expecting but this, man this is I think they're expecting Peaky Blinders on the big screen. Of course they Like were, Peaky yeah. Blinders crossed with Batman or something. Oh, it's about building the nuclear bomb. Probably wanted to see like fucking shootouts and big explosions and, you know, stuff. And yeah, like and it's, it's literally a three hour biopic about Oppenheimer, about the scientist, the yeah. man behind it all, about his life. So I p- think people are literally going into this blindsided because they they don't have a clue. Because X told them to. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I don't care because it's great for the film industry. It's great for cinema. And mm. I'm glad that Oppenheimer is doing really well because it's an insane film. Okay. So the film itself, like I said, three hours. It's a biopic. It's hard going. Mm-hmm. You know what Christopher Nolan films are like at the best of times. They jump all over the place. Different timelines, different stories, different characters. but it focuses all on Oppenheimer and Killian Murphy is incredible as Oppenheimer. You see it. I feel like his journey goes through like dips and troughs. I was like, sort of, I really didn't like him at one point. I was like, is this guy a fucking like sociopath? Like, is this, you know, guy unhinged or is like, oh, he's really arrogant to being like, oh, I'm really rooting for him or I feel dead sorry for him. And that's all through like just Killian's expression. You know, he's an incredible actor oh, he anyway. Is, yeah. Um, I was saying this to Claire. I was joking. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I said I'd say it on the on the podcast. It's like, yeah. Well, I like Killian before he's cool. <laughs> I like Killian before Peaky Blinders, actually. Yeah. So, um, you know, I liked him when I watched him in 28 Days Later. You know, back in 2002. Yeah. That is it. going back. Yeah. God, that film's perfect. Oh, it's unbelievable. We need to do an episode just on that. I think. We do. We'll be um, talking more about. It and then, like. Obviously, he's been in pretty much every Christopher Nolan film, mm-hmm. Nolan film since. But that was, yeah. But um, he's incredible in it. To be fair, Robert Downey Jr. is amazing in it. He re- he really stood out. Those two were the standout ones for me. Everyone's great. Don't get me wrong. Matt Damon was really good. Florence Pugh, Emily Blunt—they all play their parts fantastically. 
it's just very confusing because obviously it's at times it, it not only is it jumping different time zones, there's a lot of character names. There's a lot of scientific talk and a lot of political talk. Okay. There is not a single bit of action in this film. Yep. There is no action. There's no, yeah. It, I don't know. But I couldn't take my eyes off this film. And there was a one point, the, maybe the first hour, I was like, oh, this is hard going. Like, this is not necessarily enjoyable. <clears throat> okay. Do you know what I mean? I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. I'm sitting through it and it's, it's hard graft. Yeah. But it, it got more momentum as the film went on. Visuals are incredible. Oh, God. The fact God. that they, you know, they've, you see, you know, without spoilers, you know, they, they, you see the, the, pra the practice bomb go off. No CGI was used to make it and no. everything. Yeah. So from a filmmaker's point of view, it's incredible. And, you know, we could probably do more of a deep dive when, you, when you've seen mm -hmm. it. But there's people will be picking apart, film critics, analysts, or whatever, will be, pick be able to pick this film apart for years and years and years. The story is, I feel like, I feel like everyone should see this film because it's so significant. It, the fact that, you know, the creation of the atomic bomb, the nuclear bombs, literally changed the world. Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah, have yeah. never lived in a world where whole cities or civilizations can be wiped out at the press of a button, mm -hmm. which is insane. It's terrifying. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, look at even just look at like bloody Putin inv invading Ukraine. You know, oh, is, you know, is it going to be a nuclear war? It's yeah, it's in crazy. It's in it's such like a significant moment of history, and I feel really glad that I've witnessed that now, and I feel like I learned a lot from it. Okay, so. Unbelievable film, critically acclaimed. Dare we say it already? Oscar, Oscar, nod, Oscars, yeah. Oscar, lots. I'd love for Killian to get an Oscar nomination. Um, he will. He's a fantastic actor, but he's never really been like the leading man in films. I mean, he has been, but not in like big blockbusters. Not like this, yeah. Not like this. Like this film, he is it. It's a three hour film and he must be in. 95% of the shots. Wow. It is, I've seen, I've watched so many of the interviews, probably the more, most interviews I've ever watched about a film ever because they're all over, and you know what, it's like the algorithms and stuff. You like one, the next one pops up on your, on your Facebook wall or whatever. But it's, it, Christopher Nolan built this film for Killian, basically. It's yeah. all around him. Wow. All, and all around his character. Because yeah, because I'm trying, I'm struggling to think of, apart from Peaky Blinders, which is a TV show, of a, big mainstream mainstream film where he's the lead yeah exactly film because we obviously look at Peaky Blinders where he's because obviously he's in like he's in loads of Christopher Nolan films like Inception he's in Dunkirk he's in all three Batman films but they're all s supporting actor yeah. roles I know he has like 28 Days Later he's the main character yeah. but really that's was not a massive blockbuster film I would say it's still no. a, it's, it, it's a big film and it's got cult status yeah, looking through it, there's nothing I can really. There's nothing see. where it jumps out where you go. He's he's done lots of leading roles, but not where it's like not this big blockbuster hit. Of course, yeah. Um, and I'm shocked that he's never won any real awards or for playing Tommy Shelby. To be fair, yeah, true. He's gonna do now, but yeah, hopefully he does because he is incredible. So that was great. So we came out away from that. One of those films where I'm glad we had a few hours before Barbie because we went for food and that we were just able to digest. Yes. Like thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, you can't let, go let's, Barbie after that. Let's process what we have just seen. And yeah, fantastic. I actually to start with, I was a bit like, there was at times in the film where I thought, mm, is this going to be one of those films that you, you watch once and you think, glad I've seen it, not going to rush to watch it again. And in a lot of ways, yes. But now that it's been like nearly a week since I saw it, I want to see it again now. Really? Because now that I don't know, I know I don't have to concentrate on the plot or I know what's going to happen. I'll probably be able to pick up on so much. Of there course, are so yeah. many characters. There's so many little bits that will happen throughout that you'll be able to pick up on, or even like filming techniques and stuff and different shots. And so I, I do want to see it again, even though it's a three hour, three hour film. I don't know if I'll be able to because time wise, but I would like to. Um, so yeah, saw that processed it all. Now it's well, the bit no. we all want to hear about. Stop yeah. talking about fucking class B films. Please. I know. Then we went to see Barbie. There we go. Again, packed. It was a late showing as well because obviously Oppenheim was three hours. By the time we'd had food, I think the showing was half nine. Sold out. Much oh. smaller screen, to be fair. Much smaller screen. Everyone's dressed very differently. I bet they were. Yeah, lots of pink. <laughs> um, like I said, Barbenheimer t-shirts and stuff. And... What do I say about Barbie? It was fantastic. Was it? It was so good. It was so different to Oppenheimer. Whereas Oppenheimer is literally grey and heavy and dark. This was bright and fun and silly. Uh, yeah, it's the I don't know, the premise. I don't know if you know the premise because I didn't know what the premise was. No, I, I just know it's a film about Barbie and Ken. So Barbie lives in Barbie Land, or, of course, and. Everything's perfect because it's Barbie land and everything's just great because she lives in Barbie, you know, land. Barbie land. Every day's perfect. But then she starts getting like these dark thoughts and thoughts of like like depression and suicide and stuff. And it turns out that that's because the person, the, the kid that plays with her in the real world is experiencing those thoughts. Okay. So for her to stop having those thoughts, she needs to travel to the real world to then go fix that relationship or find out what's going on. So she travels to the real world and Ken goes with her. And I won't say any more, but it is so good. How is he? Ryan Gosling. How is he? Maybe the greatest role he's ever done. Really? He was <laughs> unbelievable. Margot Robbie was fantastic. Don't yeah. get me wrong. She's going to be. I she was great. Yeah. Ryan Gosling stole the show. The thing is, when you look at who could play Barbie, and someone goes, Margot Robbie, you go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah someone says, it. Ryan Gosling's going to play Ken. You go, no, he's not. Yeah. So for him to pull that off and pull it off well. Yeah. I mean, he's a beautiful man, and you know he he's got he's got that side of him, but his comedy is really? incredible. You know, some of like the singing and the choreographed dancing and his facial expressions, he's hilarious. Which we know he can do from La La Land anyway. Yeah. I... I literally caught myself just smiling throughout this entire film, oh, smiling man. and well, laughing at, throughout it all. Claire was crying with laughter. She was loving it. It was so much fun. It's weird. It's a weird and wonderful film. Yeah. Will Ferrell's in it playing like the CEO of like, what is it? M Mattel. Is yeah. it that, that makes Barbie? 
He's just, I, I don't know what he is. Because he was in the Lego movie playing the CEO. Yeah, he's not quite a bad guy as such, but he's just trying to keep things under control. So he's like, you know, when Barbie escapes Barbie land, it's like, oh, panic, but they're all weird. Okay. Um, so it is a bit, it's a very eccentric film. So it's taken a lot of hits, hasn't it, this film? Has it? In what mm. ways? I've seen lots of positive stuff about oh, it. Oh, really? So I've, again, I don't click on fucking... Um clickbait or anything like that but i know there's a lot of people being like pushing a pushing a feminist agenda and well yeah that's that's there is there is a massive message of pro-feminism throughout it and it's not it's not subtle and it's not not trying to be it's not doesn't have to be the the message is that that i can't remember her name ruth someone who created barbie created barbie and to show that women can be anything they want to be women can be a doctor or Mm. can be you know an astronaut or you know whatever that's the point of barbie that that all these different versions that's to show that women can grow up to be that but over the years it's been twisted and turned and manipulated into well barbie's just a thick bimbo that's just about looks and that's it. She's just thick as fuck and she's just looks stunning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And which so, is a fucking doll, man. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but you and they make fun of like the patriarchy. So Ken like discovers the patriarchy. Oh, really? And oh, cool. and and he tries to you know, you know, I'm not going to say anything, but yeah, he's so he discovers patriarchy because that doesn't exist in Barbie Land, um, a Barbie world, and. I thought it was good. Like it, it made me laugh because there was a bunch of lads sat behind us, like three or four blokes. And there was at one point a speech, like a quite heartfelt speech about feminism. One of the lads just got up and walked out. Really? Yeah. And I'm like, grow up. Yeah. And then grow the, the, the two, up. the two others left like five minutes. Like, it was too fair. It was near the end of the film. And, and we just looked at each other and laughed and thought, you are so pathetic. Yeah. You are, you're the reason you like misogynistic douchebags that people have to make this sort of film. Oh yeah. 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 And it just shows how like pathetic they were by yeah, walking out like that. It was like, it was so petty. And I've seen loads of stuff where I've seen some great memes where some people have slated the film and it's just like men and they've put it on, like they've made it captions of the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Oh, I can't remember them Isn't off the top of my head. Is it things like the film that'll turn you gay or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've seen they're really clever. Stuff like that. And it's yeah. just like, oh, it's so pathetic. So you, all these like men that are kicking off about it, they need to grow the well, fuck up. Well, I think up. that's it. And that, that was a lot of the stuff. But the thing is, it gets picked up by people like Lad Bible and the yeah. Archbishop of Banterbury or whatever it is. And it's all like, I can't remember how it was worded. It was like dangerous feminist agenda. It was worded oh, so fucking yeah. stupid. It's just, just but that's like, just all like toxic masculinity. Oh, of course. And, but like stuff like Lad Bible and and that's what they are. Of They're course, appealing yeah. to those the yobby men, really. That's what it's appealing to that want to, you know, act a certain way and want women to act a certain way. So and it was refreshing, you know what I mean? Like someone seeing seeing someone like Ryan Goslin, who's like this beautiful man who's got an incredible body and he's done he's like he would he's an icon for any male to be anyway mm-hmm. so the fact that he's in this and taking the piss out of it yeah i think that's that's nothing but a good thing oh couldn't agree more yeah you know see someone like that who yeah any bloke would aspire to be oh yeah and you yeah. look at you know his you know married to like bloody eva mendez and the life he's got and you think well he gets it so why can't, why can't you yeah, yeah, yeah you just can't it so no, so that I quite like the message behind it. 
I came away having just seen Oppenheimer where that message was very seemed pro-feminism very important mm-hmm. and it's, it's a really nice message and an important message but compared to world changing nuclear bombs that have killed thousands of people yeah, and changed yeah. the whole course of human destiny sort of overshadowed that <laughs> yeah, message yeah, yeah, a yeah, bit in terms of which film i enjoyed more barbie amazing in terms of what's a better film oppenheimer, oppenheimer. Yeah. but what am i more likely to stick on on when as soon as it comes onto a streaming site 100 barbie yeah that is a t- that's the sort of film you can put on any time and it'll make you feel good so the big question Go on. Because this is something else I've seen all over the clickbait sites. Did you hear the atomic blast go off during the Barbie film? No. Have you not seen that on there as well? There's a big thing saying, um, what is it? It's like a viewers astonished that they can hear the blast uh, during the Barbie film. Like saying that it's happening at the same time and all this sort of shit. Right, right. Oh, fucking grow up. (laughs) Oh, God, yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised because the noise in the IMAX when it explodes fucking hell it took your face off. No, good job i'm already bald because my hair would have gone <laughs> yeah i'm so glad that but because i i want to go see it the problem yeah. is i don't know many people that want to go see barbie with me do you know what i mean yeah and i don't get why because and the, the thing is i won't go watch it on my own yeah I, yeah i don't know it just made me look a bit fucking weird really um i don't get why people would want to see it because it's just a fun mm. a fun it's it's fun and enjoyable and it's funny and I I want to go see it again. You yeah. know what I mean? I want to see them both again. And I'm sorry, I know people won't like this because, you know, we're talking about feminists and stuff, but whoa, why wouldn't you want to go see Ryan Gosling? Yeah. To take his shirt off at all? Yeah, a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why are we not in it now? I know. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And what I love, like I said as well, what I love is the fact that both of these films have done well and it's it's been the biggest opening weekend in the uk since avengers endgame in 2019 so that just shows that people love films and that people still want to go out and that you know i don't i want it it half shows that and half shows the power of social media oh it's but that's that's the truth but even but in an age where i i fucking love the cinema and we love films you know we talk about them all the time they're massive part of our lives if cinema started shutting down and we couldn't go see them anymore and it was just a world of streaming sites, we would lose something massive. Oh, big time. So yeah. the fact that people are coming out in their droves and every screen is packed out, that's great. Yeah. That is great. People will probably come out and go, uh, Oppenheimer, I, I didn't get it. And Barbie, uh, fuck fucking women. But, <laughs> you know, at least they've seen it. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, you spent your money. Yeah, <laughs> and they might have learned something. So who's the real winners? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you learned something, yeah, wanker. Ah, uh, jokes on you. Lol. <laughs> but yeah, great. You need you need to go see them both, and I would urge all our listeners to go see them both. Amazing. Go watch them. I will endeavour to go watch them. I'll be honest. Oppenheimer is quite low on my list mm. solely because, well, you know how terrified I am about the talk of anything atomic bomb wise. Yeah. yeah, That that is like a genuine fucking fear of mine. So, uh, I want to see it so bad, but the, the subject matter is, it it, it terrifies me. And I get that. And that's why Um, I'm saying, I feel like a lot, everyone should mm, see it because it's such an important subject. It's a subject matter. Everyone should know about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 
hopefully go see that soon so everyone else do. Mm. Uh, so that hour episode was going to bang out today. is now an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> we do this every time. We can't help it. We, we had to talk about Run Rabbit Run. We did. <laughs> we really did. Yeah, we needed that fourth tartlet. tartlet. How many left? There's a couple left, mate. They're, they're after podcast treats while we're packing down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, so, yeah, that's our episode for the week. Thank you so much for coming back to us after we had a week off. We might just do this every now and then just to see if people miss us that much. Yeah. So numbers double. <laughs> <laughs> or just never come back. Or just never come back. You know, and if that happens, fuck you. Well, please come back. We'll miss you. Yeah. And you won't hear it. this because you didn't come back. But still, tell your friends to come back. <laughs> so, yes, like us on X and Instagram and Face Space and all that other stuff. And leave us a review on Spotify. And why not follow us on YouTube? We have a YouTube chat. I don't know the password for it, but it automatically gets uploaded to that. Perfect. So fuck it. Why not? Let's get big. Let's get massive. Ryan. Yes. Give us some parting words, mate. Parting words. Um, Tartlet. McVitie's. Tartlet. Peace. <laughs>